Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I would like I, I would like Rabbi Say to review something. I would like to review something we learned on Shavuos, and then to learn if we'll have see after the Shmai we'll have extra time. I'd like to learn another Gemara, another to add another point. What we learned on Shavuos, I want to ask a few quick questions and learn something that we Zaycha learn on Shavuos. Maybe add a little and then learn a new Gemara. Very, very famously, the Gemara, Taisus and Shabbos, and Avpechas, Eesekasha. We know at Harsina, Hashem was Kafa Leim Harkagigis. Hashem held the Torah above Klal Yisro, and there was some forcing for Kabbalah Satayr. Now, the forcing, what it was, so that already the. That already the Maral and others describe what the forcing looked like. Had, in what way did Hashem force us to accept the Torah? But there was some fear. There was some forcing in Kabbalah Satayr. To which Taisus and Shabbos asked, is why did Hashem have to force us to connect, to accept the Torah? Klal Yisrael said, we wanted the Torah. So why did Hashem have to force us to accept the Torah? We wanted the Torah. That's Kasha 1. Taisus is Kasha, Bam Kasha. We had already said Nasa Vanishma. We had expressed the desire and a want for Torah. And yet it says Hashem forced us to accept the Torah. I thought we wanted it, Nathan. Why is God forcing that which we want? Kasha number 1. Kasha number 2 was asked in this base medrash. Guys took turns saying on Avais, and Elio Jacobi read us a Mishnah, Perak Beis in Avais, Mishnah Yudzayin. Rabbi Yaisi says, Haskein Atzim Chalil Matayra. Prepare yourself to learn Taira. She'ena Yerusha Ilochem. It's not a Yerusha. Make yourself ready for it. You think it's a Yerusha? You think it's automatic? It's not a Yerusha. What a person just gets effortlessly from Hashem. Ain't a Yerusha, it's not a Yerusha for you. That's a mission. Frecht Elio Jacobi, it's against the Pasuk. Tyra, the first Pasuk every Yid learns, Taira Tziva Lanu Maisha, Mayrasha Kilas Yaakov, it is a Yerusha. So Reb Chaim Velazhin famously answers that it's a Yerusha for Klal Yisrael, Kilas Yaakov, but not for Kol Yachid V'Yachid. So ain't a Yerusha L'chot, it's not a Yerusha for you. The problem we asked the Gemara Sanhedrin Sadi Aleph Amid Beis. The Gemara Sanhedrin says, "Am Reb Yudah Marav Amaynei Halacha Mipi Talmud." If you don't teach one Bachar Torah, if you, I can't handle elitism, exclusionary behaviors. I can't stand when somebody's kicked out or not allowed into a base medrash. Kol Amaynei Halacha Mipi Talmud. If you stop one student from learning Torah, you teach maybe the hundreds, thousands, millions, but you stop one student from learning Torah, you stole that which is precious to him. And it brings the Pasuk, So we see that it's Yerushavu kol yachid v'yachid. I'm not trying to slug up Reb Chaim Velazhin. I'm saying we have to study what Reb Chaim Velazhin means. The Gemara is clear that Kol Yachid V'Yachid is a Yerusha. So what does the Gemara mean? What is the Mishnah? So we have a second Kasha. The Mishnah says it's not a Yerusha. 
And here it says, My Rasha Kilas Yaakov, it is a Yerusha. To the point, if you don't teach a Yatayra, you're robbing, what's a Yerusha for him? So what's Hasanatzchalum Matayra? Now I explained that one could answer, but I'm very into taking Chazal's words, they, they're very precise, Chazal. One could say it's a Yerusha in the sense that you have a right to it. That's the Gemara Sanhedrin. It's not a Yerusha. Yerusha is something which comes easy. Something which you, you don't work for. You got a big Yerusha. Ain't a Yerusha means Haskin It's not automatic. You have a right, but it's not automatic. The problem is, thank you, Ruben Yoni, the problem is the Gemara calls it a Yerusha. Call it something else. Don't call it a Yerusha. The Gemara says that it's Yerusha. Don't call it a Yerusha. A Yerusha is that which comes easily and effortlessly. Call it, you have a bailus, you have a right to it. A Yerusha is a strange name. A Yerusha implies that which you don't work. That was Kasha number two. Kasha number three is we read the Pesukim on Shavuos, Maishu Rabbeinu gathers Klai Yisrael to receive the Torah. Very strange pasuk. He, he's might see us, he like brings them to Kabbalah Satayr. Chazal tell us they were sleeping. <laughs> Maishu Rabbeinu was going around the dorms. Rabbi said, let's go. Come, come, come. He was like getting, dragging people out of the dorms to the base Madrash. They were sleeping. And we're misakin that chet, the beautiful minig Yisrael that we stay up all night. We're misakin the chet. What's happening? Yisrael, day, a great generation. Nathan, I, I have trouble. We have to understand what we're seeing. What does it mean? Klal Yisrael, the great generation of the, that was Mechabal they were all sleeping Shavuos morning. There was an excitement and anticipation of Kabbalah Satayra. So Kasha 3 is what's happening. The fourth question we ask, you could ask hundreds of questions. I don't like doing it. When you ask many questions, any answer answers thousands of things. You ask many questions to sound smarter. So you say, oh, with one you said in the confession, any truth answers every question in the world, because it's true. So you can make millions of questions. I don't love doing it. So I just, but there's Yagata Matsasa. says if you're gay and turn the Gemara Megillah, you're Matsasa, you'll be successful. Tamen. Problem is, what's that Lushin? It's almost insulting. If a guy's rich and you say, oh, you found a lot of money, it's not nice. You know how hard people work to get rich? Somebody told my father, my father knows Shas, knows Shas like I know my name. Somebody told my father, you're an Eloy. He got very insulted. You're a genius. You know how hard I worked for years. I worked 16-hour days, 15-hour days. Learned by Smudda for decades. You say you're an Eloy. He, he, he learns every waking moment. You say you're an Eloy. It's an insult. insult. Eloy's like, you came to it, you're so genius. I worked hard for it. So it's Yagata Matsasa, Zan, insulting Lushin. Yagata means you get your toil. Going to get it. Matsasa says, you found it. Like, came to you, came to it. Guy came to money. Came to money, I busted it. You know how hard I worked for this? You tell a guy, I see you came to some money. I see, like, you came to it, like I found it. I didn't find money, I worked my head off. Is it like a shtickle stira? Yeah, to toil and come to it. There's some stira. What's happening here? It should say if you're gaya, you're kaina tyra. You acquire it. You gata kanisa, you gata matsasa. You toil and you find it. 
What's going on? There are many more questions to ask. I want to say a truth. It's a truth of life that really is the fundamental yisait of the yeshiva. I have seen people say, we'll make another waterberry, and it's minus this yisait, and they're not close. It's the yisait that, that I want us to bring to our houses. It's the yisait I want us to bring to our own lives. And I want to try, I want to explain what I think it means that Kla Yisrael was sleeping the night of Kabbalah Satyra. I think there's a tremendous oymek, tremendous death. What does that mean they all were sleeping? I promise you they were in love with God. And they were waiting for Kabbalah Satyra, the first mitzvah in the Torah itself, the Sfira Saimer. The Avais kept, the Avais Akdashim kept the mitzvahs. And Klal Yisrael knew they were mamtenu mitzapeh, they were craving Kabbalah Satir. So what does it mean they all were sleeping? The picture of guy coming into Shachar's, he's very in style with his coffee, you know, Moses in. What? Klal Yisrael came to Kabbalah Satir, they all like chilling. What's happening? What's going on? What do you mean they all slept? Moshe had to wake them up. What I want to say is a truth of mine, of yours, of every human being you deal with. A guy comes to yeshiva, it's not, you don't make a guy from, you don't have to, uh, how do we get him Yerah Shemayim, how do we put in Tyra? What's in us all is a blazing fire of Tyra and Yerah Shemayim. It's called the soul. We crave Ruchnius. In yeshiva we sing, this Shavuos was the best we ever sang. On Leil Shabbos, we sing Ka'ech Saif Nayam Shabbos. These beautiful words. I, can't, I, I, I only started singing it two years ago. I, my soul wanted to sing it my whole life. Two years ago, I started singing it. Ka'ech Saif Nayam Shabbos. When a guy says, I'm Shaymer Shabbos, Rebbe, I'm keeping. I cringe when a guy says, I'm keeping. keeping. You're not keeping Shabbos, you crave Shabbos. You crave Shabbos. Your, your biggest, deepest desire in your life is Shabbos Kodesh. We have the Ksufin for Shabbos Kodesh. We crave Shabbos. We're dying for Shabbos Kodesh. That's what the words mean. I have a Ksufin for Nayam Shabbos. I crave Shabbos Kodesh. I have a kisuf in Shabbos Kodesh. Ko'ech seif na'im Shabbos. Hamas emes, it's matim. In Hebrew, matim means it's fitting. L'skula secha. Klal Yisrael and Shabbos are the perfect shidduch. But Yid and Shabbos are one and the same. Shabbos is the day that a person can experience Hashem. And the Yid is the being who, who, because of his closeness, his soul that's inside of him, announces to the world the existence of Hashem. Shabbos and the Yid are one and the same. When a guy's, the, the term a secular Jew is a nauseating term. It's like a weekday Shabbos. I don't know what it means. You have my head dizzy. It's a silly term. It does no, it doesn't, you're saying stupidity. A secu- when you have a weekday Shabbos, if you could introduce me to a weekday Shabbos, show me a secular Jew. There's no such thing. Stop talking gibberish. A Jew means Kaidish. As, when there's a weekday Shabbos, we could have a secular Jew. You could have a Shabbos that somebody doesn't know it's Shabbos. So you could have a year that somebody doesn't know is it's holiness. That's Shaykh. There's no term secular Jew. It's a shtus. 
But Yid means Kaidash. So the Yid means, and that's what Shabbos is. And Ka'echsa, if we crave Shabbos, the key with our, with us, and what happened the Dardaya slept, Shavuos morning, is they were very, very aware of their greatness. They had been chosen by Hashem, and they were very, very aware of their Kesher to Hashem. There was no preparation necessary. There was no work necessary. Like, let me get my... It's like silly. Does any have to prepare to eat? You eat, you're hungry. You don't work to go to the diet. Like, when you work, there's no, there's no work. You're hungry and you eat. You're drawn to food. There's no toil. There's no hachana. You're hungry and you eat. A yid was in touch with their essence. They slept. They all slept. Maisha dragged. There was no achana. Nobody was preparing. There was no haskin atzmach alil matayra. Sheni yerushlicha. They were aware of that. Myrasha kilas Yaakov. It's ours almost effortlessly. It's a natural. It's an attraction. I time and time again when guys learn, it looks so familiar. You were born for each other. You see a person, and a person has to learn healthily and comfortably in the way that they connect to and relate to. Your gut matters. Your, the way it flows through you, Tyra, matters. It has to be comfortable. It has to be true to you. I love watching Ray Shapiro learn because you're watching somebody who's, who's, who's such an honest process of connecting. What does it say? What does it feel like to me? What, do, what is the Tyra saying? There's an, I want to I share a Gemara Gittin that's remarkable. It's, it's made, what, the Masech that we're learning in Yeshiva, the Siyat of the Shemayi this year is getting. I'm extremely, I have a lot of nachas. It's Father Day. My son, Be'ez Hashem, I hope later this week, is making a siyam on Masech that's getting. And one of the most remarkable Gemaras in getting. This Gemara, if you're, if you're honest and learn with an open mind, this Gemara make, can, can bring... It's it, to take away your breath, this Gemara. I just, if, if anybody's thinking, on, on Vava Medez, so there's a Machlaikis, there's a Machlaikis, what the story of Pilegish Pegiva. There was a civil war. Today we're feeling love and good feelings. I don't want to share with you, but there was a civil war, Pilegish Pegiva. And there was a Machlaikish, what preempted the civil war? It's a Shaila. Baptisna love Pilagsha, he had to learn a Pasuk. What happened? So Rabbi Yasser found Elio Anavi. He bumped into Elio Anavi, Rabbi Yasser. So Rabbi Yasser said, My covenant, Kodesh Baruch, what's Hashem doing now? So Amalei, Asik Bepilegish Begivanayrim. Remember in the base Medrash, they were in the middle of, Rabbi Yasser was in the middle of learning Pilegish Begivan. He was in the middle of learning the Sogya. Could you imagine you're in the middle of a Sogya? And you bump in till you and you say, what's Hashem doing? And what Hashkacha, you know what Hashem was doing? He was Isaac in the same sugi as Rabbi Yasser, amazing. Exactly where we are, there God is, amazing, amazing. He was learning Pilegish Begiva. He finds Elio Anavi and he says, what's God doing now? He said, you're not going to believe it. He's learning the sugi that you're learning. He's learning the sugi you're learning. I have a suspicion that any of us would meet Elio Anavi, and you'd ask what God's doing. He's learning the exact sugi you're learning. And whatever sugi you're learning, I promise you, there God is learning it too. And he meets Elio, and he says, what's Hashem doing? So I'm like, Asipipilegish forgive. He's learning the sugi you're learning. He's with you. Oh, my comer. No, no, so I want to hear pshat. 
I had a big machlaikas with my chavrusa pshad. Rabbi Yasser held one way, and he and 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 Rabbi Yonason argued on him. He had a big machlaikas as chavrusa. Rabbi Yasser, Rabbi Yonason. So he said, he said, what no? What is Hashem saying? Hashem was busy with the same sugya. This is a great moment. Am I right or my chavrusa? They slugged it out. They were screaming in the base medrash. So he said to Eliyahu Hanavi, no, who's right? What does Hashem say? Omar lay. so this is the words what God said. Ev yasser b'ni kachwaymer, yonasem b'ni kachwaymer. God said that Ev yasser says this, and yonasem, my son, my son. Ev yasser b'ni, Ev yasser, my son, says this, and y- God's in the suppet. Frek the Gemara, when God was asked, what's pshat? God said, if Yasser says this and Yonason says this. Hashem, what's the truth? And the understanding of Tyra, Tyra is what it says and how you see it is Tyra. The Yid and Tyra are one and the same. Tyre is not just what it says. Because when Hashem was asked, you know what Hashem said? What it says and how it comes through Ev Yasser is what I intended. Ev Yasser b'ni kachaymer. The perfect Ev Yasser, behaving like Ev Yasser should behave. Thinking like Ev Yasser should think. The experiences that Ev Yasser had, that is Tyre. Hashem, when he's learning, says, Ev Yasser b'ni kachaymer. Ev Yasser B'ni says this, this is how when a Yid with sincerity and authenticity learns Torah, and with an honesty, with their own perspective, that's Torah, the Yid, with what he reads, that's Torah. So Hashem intended that Ev Yasser should say this. It bothers me a lot when scholars talk, when they learn, they say in the eyes of Rambam, I want to give the guy a frask, a patch when he says it. Don't ever let, walk out, they talked yesterday, somebody spoke, walk out of a shir. Guy says, in the, some arrogant guy gets up, he says, in the eyes of Rambam, oh, cringe, I'm out. I don't always walk out mentally when a scholar does that, Kalish is out, in the eyes of you, arrogant. The Rambam says, pshad, Arishan says, pshad and Tyra, so that's what Hashem intended. God has told me. When somebody who knows what Tyra means and knows the words of Rishonim, the Kedusha of Rishonim, it's not in the eyes of Rambam. Well, Rambam feels... <laughs> there's a certain... And I'm not talking about the words, because some people say and don't mean it. So, But there's a tremendous arrogance when it's meant. Well, the Rambam feels... But Rashi, Rashi on the other hand, doesn't feel that way. They're not like two, they're not, it's not what's happening. Hashem tells us things through honest people learning. The Rambam says means, God told me through the Rambam. And through Rashi what God told me, and he wants me to know both things. So God told me by one Chacham, the Rambam, and now I know a truth. Because an honest person told me, and Hashem wanted him to express so the Rambam has taught me Hashem's word and what flows the Dvar Hashem through the Rambam and what I've learned from the Rambam is as follows. When Hashem alone learns, Hashem says, the Rambam says this and Rashi says this. That's how God talks. 
It's not in the eyes of Ram. Rambam seems to think this might be true, but Rashi doesn't. No, no, no. No, no, no. When a person learns a person's opinion, a person's, it matters, you matter, we matter in the equation of learning with honesty, with sincerity, and Tyra is brought out through each person's expression, that's, what, that's where Tyra lies. It lies in the Yid together with Tyra. If you know what the angels were protesting, what Kabbalah Satyra is, is wild. Is a human being with their journey and their honesty and their sincerity and their experiencing, them saying Pshad in the Chazal, that's how Tyra is expressed. Right? Shapiro spoke when you have a gut about something that doesn't sound right, that's very important. That's, and study and learn and figure out and ask questions. You learning that piece of Chazal. There's a part of us that has a deep and profound connection to Torah, to Yiddishkeit and to mitzvahs, where we don't have, in that place, we comfortably learn, we comfortably serve Hashem. The amuna that exists in every single Yid is overwhelming. The art of steiging is not acquiring amuna, it's, not, it, it's getting in touch with that which exists inside. It's getting in touch. What happened was that Klal Yisrael slept as there was no work necessary. Rabbi Yaisi says, Hatskin Atzwa Lilma Tarishani Yerusha means there's going to be blockages to that which is Yerusha. My Russia And there's a part that effortlessly wants to learn, is connected, it's comfortable. It's There's a part that's very close and comfortable and natural with Tara. That's the lush in Matsasa, Yagata Matsasa. It's Kimitsiya, it means I worked hard and I toiled, and certainly a lot of overcoming, a lot of blockages. But when I get there, there's a place that's flowing and natural. It feels like I just found what I always had, Matsasa. There's a Bechina of Matsasa in it because we're born for it. We have a deep connection to it. The process, watching guys, it's an advertisement, watching the B'nai Torah. We were Zaycha that alumni came back to Yeshiva to, to be here for Shavuos. They were a walking advertisement to this idea. To a Yid's innate connection to Torah and mitzvahs. A Yid's profound connection to Hashem that exists inside, that it's comfortable and natural and flowing. We all have challenges and areas that we have to work on for sure. There's certainly impediments and blockages. We have to work on that. And certainly the, the Baal Shem answers Taisis Kash. Why does Hashem force us? It was natural. The Baal Shem says that Klal Yisrael was on such a high madrig at that point, they weren't in touch with the many difficulties that were going to block learning Torah. And Hashem forced as a reminder, the scene must have been chemical. Like, we want it. You better do it. I said, I want it. Can you imagine? The guys come to Shear. Guys in Shear. He wants, and the Rebbe says, you have to, have to, I'm here. I want to be here. I, this is what I want to do. What are you talking Hashem was telling Klal Yisrael, there's going to come times and places. You're not in touch with it now that you're going to have blockages. Because we're going to go through all different things. You won't always be at this place. 
Today we stay up all night and we prepare. We're in touch with those places of blockages. Haskenatzma, Lil Matayr. At that point they slept. They were not bebechenas haskenatzma. It's just what I want to do. It's who I am. There's no preparation, no achana necessary. I think it's an important part to be in touch with our own self and with others. Of course, we all have work to do, of course. And we all have things to fight off, but to be in touch with the place that badly wants to steig and learn. When I was a youngster, I, used to, I went to a few gedolim to ask them what lishma is. It boggled my mind, what's lishma? How we shayach to lishma? And the goal is to serve Hashem lishma. What do we ever do, l'shem shemaim? What does that mean? We have motives, we want covered, we want, we want things for it. I went to many gedolim. It was answers that I couldn't understand. I want to say that in the Chesidish Asfarim, right, the words, we read this morning, are very weird words. It doesn't say, do it, says, very interesting word, in the Chesidish Asfarim, it says, means deeper than within. When we all have Lishma inside of us, our souls craves to do it for the right reason. So when you're there and doing it, it feels right. Hey, there's a part of me that wants it. Within you'll find that place of lishma. There's a place that wants, nobody has to get lishma. We want to serve our souls, our only lishma. Our souls are lishma. Deeper within the shalai lishma, you'll come to that place. You'll feel the place that's lishma, that wants it, that it feels right. Hey, this is what I wanted to do all along. I think it's important to be in touch. I think there's a generation that's, that needs to find and be in touch with that place that wants. I'm amazed in the dorms, that muna that we find. The tremendous, when you meet it, it's overwhelming. You uncover and discover emuna. There's tremendous, tremendous faith, deep. I dare say I see it, I was a goody-goody and a high schooler. I see more moon in these dorms than I had, than I was in touch with when I was a high schooler. Because I was being a good boy. It was flowing and natural. I wasn't in touch. That wasn't how people thought about things. Today's the opportunity you could discover Amuna. I have met Amuna in Yeshiva. I have met people who mean him in God, who believe in Hashem. And then get in touch with that emunah and produce from that place of getting in touch with their emunah, with their interest in Hashem, with their love of Hashem, with their grappling with the sugya of Hashem. There's that, that's what we see and it's important to be aware of that place. That there's a part of us that very naturally and comfortably wants to learn, wants to serve Hashem, wants mitzvahs, that craves Torah and mitzvahs. When we see successful B'nai Torah and it looks so comfortable and natural and flowing, you wouldn't believe how much work it took to get there. It's almost like a contradiction. I watched the B'nai Torah. It looks so comfortable and smooth. This looks easy for you. There was a guy in Yeshiva. He's, from, he's finished Shas many times. He was a living embodiment of this contradiction. The guys called him a machine. You're a machine. He used to be so resentful. I'm not a machine. I killed myself. There was a steerer going on. The guys were saying, it looks so natural on you. You look like you, look like you never did anything but this. This just looks like, I don't know, I watch you in the base smash. It looks so flowing. 
one would never guess so much work. So he would get mad. A machine, they would call him a machine. He'd get so bright. A machine, I kill myself. So what was happening? What were they seeing and what was the reality is exactly what we're describing. With the reality is that it looks like a machine because it's just like it. You're just doing what you're born to do. You look flowing. You look comfortable. You look, you look like you, you, you wouldn't want to do anything else. You look so, you know why that's true? Because we have a soul that craves this, that wants this, that's interested in this. It's natural, it's flowing, just, just being me. Just being me so it looks comfortable. The hard work, of course, is that we have miniyas, we have blockages, we have many things that get in the way. We have much to, to get past. There's an aspect of mafriyim that you have to break through. There are parts, all different parts of us to break through. So I wanted to first express that, what we, the beautiful, I think one of the simonim, if somebody's doing it right, is it should be comfortable. It's not me you're serving, it just doesn't look comfortable on you. If it doesn't look comfortable, it's a big cash on a person's Havaydis Hashem. It should be comfortable and flowing and natural. I have seen many B'nai Taira guilt themselves and have come from place and it's the opposite of the yeshiva. I have seen, I have friends who push themselves to learn from places of terrible guilt and shame. They shame themselves into learning. I'm a bum if I don't learn. Gehenim, all different types of names to such ways of getting to Torah. And they, they finish Shas and accomplish big things, but they destroy their wife and kids. Their kids are rarely, when I see somebody like that, the kids are always struggling. Because they did squeeze out, but they didn't find. This yeshiva was designed not to squeeze out, but to find. To find something, to be in touch with something, to get in touch with something precious. There's the chinuch of youngsters is regilus. The chinuch of youngsters is to get them used to, to train regilus. The chinuch of older people, I believe, is to get in touch with something deep inside of us. It's no longer a job of regilus now. Somebody's Aymed al-Das is 15, 16, 17. Parents constantly wonder, do it earlier, whatever happens, like squeeze it, push it, rush it early. It can't be rushed. Somebody, it's not an excuse for slow and it could be frustrating. I don't get it, like, like get, can't we do something quicker, bribe him, pay him, push him, encourage him. We don't use incentives in yeshiva, kemat zero. It's not used, I don't advise to use it for teenagers. We don't use, we, we're so stupid. Waterbury's a dumb place. If we would do incentive, davening would be fuller. If we do incentive, she would be fuller. But I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be a, a, a good place that people come and say, wow. I'm trying to be a place that somebody discovers something deep within and finds something. And it takes some patience for that. It takes patience, especially if there are other types of feelings along the way. But we watch time and time again, people discover. I was watching a Bacher yesterday, listen to Rai Sunshine. I was distracted. I was doing two things. I was listening. I love what he says. There was a guy for an hour 40. I called his mother. For an hour 40, he spoke an hour 46 minutes. I think I saw in the recording. There was a guy, who, his eyes didn't break from Rai Sunshine. I don't think a smile left his face. I don't think for a minute of the hour, he was like soaking in divrei chachma, divrei tyra, divrei musr. 
There was a long journey to get there, but he's found something. It happened, Shavuos and Yeshiva with this bacher. He found something, uncovered. A long journey to get there, a long haskin atzmacha, but it looks very comfortable today. It looks right, it looks true. We speak a lot in Yeshiva, the term built to last. Everybody knows in Chinuch. The end of the Pasuk is very, very important. It's the main motto of this Yeshiva. The main motto of the Yeshiva, the Chanoich Lenar Al Pidarkai, anybody, it's rarely practiced but widely spread. That everybody's different as their own journey. But the end of the Pasuk, unfortunately, is not so known. The Piyasesna, for those that are in the Chavis HaTalmidim, spread the end of the Pasuk. It's a shame to me that more people don't know the end of the Pasuk. There are many things we could do. I promise there are practical things I could do that guys in yeshiva would look from her. We'd have more davening and learning today in yeshiva. So we're missing the boat. I don't get it. Get davening fuller. Waterbury lags behind the school system. And there are things I could practically do and a guy would be there. And the parents like, I don't get it. Make him come. Just get him there. There's such a mahalach. The problem is that we're unfortunately or fortunately aware of the end of the Pasuk. The end of the Pasuk is gamki yazkin menu. That it shouldn't leave in old age. The goal is not just to get somebody to perform, but something that's eternal, that stays forever. When he's 30, 40, 80, 90, and another and another after 120, that it's eternal. For it to be eternal, you have to discover something. You have to find something deep within. It has to be true to you. It has to be comfortable. It has to be right. From that place, it's gam kiyazkin layasir menu. It never leaves. The mark of the B'nai Torah, there's a comfortableness, a healthiness, a sense of I found something, I discovered something. That takes much more patience. Yagiyah for sure, toil and hard work and putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations for sure. But ultimately discovering, ultimately matzasa, finding something. So that's the first thing I wanted to share with the Chevron. The second thing I wanted to say, very bekitzer, and is something important to me, I want to even tell the many guys here that are going to move on in a couple of weeks. And Be'ez HaShem, the Kesher, and the relationship to Torah, to Yiddishkeit, to Rebbeim, to Chaverim is eternal, is forever, is an eternal one. But, but practically they won't, they're in body, they won't be here next year in the yeshiva. And I want, to, I want to say to the guys that there's something taught in this yeshiva that I want guys to think about in the last couple of weeks and then to bring with you in your life. And to say, I'm going to say it in brief, I have to leave a while ago. <laughs> there's a chasna yeah, that I have to run to. I didn't, it was a mistake. I thought it was a 6.30, 7.30. I forgot that on... On a day like today, it's five and six. So I do have to leave. But I want to, I'm going to read a Gemara Bamatsiya Peheim and Beis. I've been waiting to say this at Musavad. I haven't shared it yearly. I try to learn this Gemara with the guys. And it's late in the year. There are only a few more opportunities to learn with the Chevra. I want guys to bring it with them. Wherever you go, bring this Gemara with you. And the Gemara says that Reb Chiyah said, I saved Tyra from being forgotten in Klal Yisrael. I'm going to read the Gemara fast. He said, Maya Vidna, what I do? Reb Chiyah saved Tyra in Klal Yisrael. What do you do? He said, Azlina, I went, Bishadina Kisna, I planted flax. Vigadil Manishpi, and from those flax, I made traps. Vitsaidina Tevi, and from those traps, I, I caught deer. 
I am to love animals. This campus is wonderful. While the guys were playing football, the other day a deer ran by on the other side of the field. It was wonderful. And here he said he trapped deer. It's very, it must be a murderous thing to do. Deer are fast and powerful. Somehow Sadina Tevi trapped the deer. I took the meat and fed it to Yisaimim. And from, their, from the hide of the deer, I made svarim. I wrote five, five chumashim. I wrote the Torah. I went to the city. I taught five children from the five chumashim. Umasnisa Shishi Yanuki and I taught Mishnah the six children, Shisha Sidre, the six Sidarim. Vaminalu and I said to them, Adadarna Vasina, before I come back, I'm gonna come back to the city. Akru Adadi teach the Mishnah one to the other. Asnu Adadi teach Mishnah one to the other. Vaminalu the Targoitishtakh me Yisrael, I caused Tyra not to be forgotten from Yisrael. And the question is, what did Reb Chiyah do? I mean, he t- first of all, it's a lot of words. Say he taught Tyrup. The Einfall of Reb Chiyah, he taught Tyrup. That's a lot of words. Why does it say his whole, he's planting flax, he's making traps, what's happening? Why does it mention that he fed the meat to Yisaymim? That seems to be an irrelevant thing, that he took the traps and fed Yisaymim. What's Shaykhis? What's going on here? What did Reb Chiyah do? And I want to say that Reb Chiyah's Torah taught a Torah of Chesed, a Torah of Chesed, that the goal that people can learn in Yeshiva trying to become great, it's about me, it's about me. Reb Chiyah wanted to teach a Yeshiva that's about the Am Hashem, of course it's about you. But your own greatness is to share with the next person. A Torah of Achrayis. Your own greatness is what type of brother you are. What type of son, what type of grandson, what type of husband, what type of father. A tire of responsibility to learn and impact, to grow and to cause to grow. Reb Chiyah's yeshiva taught responsibility. It says that Reb Chiyah got five chumashim and he taught five children chumashim. What's clear to me is he taught one Bereshis, one Shemais, one Vayikra, one Bamidra and Dvarim. Why did he do that? Why not just say share to all five at once and teach them? No. He taught one Bereshis, the other guys didn't know Bereshis. One Shemais. Then he said to them, Akru Adadi, what I gave you is not just for you. You, the only Bereshis guy, teach the other four Bereshis. You're the only Shemais guy, teach the other four Shemais. You're the Vayikra guy, teach Vayikra. He taught Mishnah, he taught one Zrayim, one Mayim, one Nashim, one Kadshim, one Taras. He taught each one a different Seder. Why didn't he teach all six? He said, you're the Mayim guy. When I come back, Masnu Adadi, teach the next guy. He taught a Yeshiva of Achrayis. He taught a Yeshiva that each one has something to offer the world. And your job is to soak up and share and bring and encourage. Reb Chiyah saved Tyre and Klal Yisrael because he didn't teach Tyre. He taught Yidin to learn and give, to learn and share. He taught Yidin that each Talmud in the yeshiva is essential. Each Talmud has what to give that you can't get from a different Talmud. Every guy in his share had his specialty, his uniqueness. 
And he said, grow when you bring a chilek of Tyra to the other ones. In his yeshiva, there was a mayed expert. There was a voracious expert. There was a vayikra expert. Each one had a unique quality, a unique part and portion in Tyra. And their job was to share it with the next one. Masnu adadi, akru adadi. Share it, give it. What you bring and only you bring, give to the others. When I come back, I want to see they were all impacted by you. You shared what you got. You sh- he saved Tyre and Klal Of course, a yeshiva like that, Reb Chiyu created the yeshiva, so he has to be a living example of such achrayas. The very chumashim they studied on were from deer that he trapped. And he caught with his own hands, it's a yeshiva of responsibility, a yeshiva of doing for the next person. The meat, they were learning on the hides, the meat were fed to Yisayimim. His whole yeshiva spoke about a place of people who took responsibility one for the next. That was, that was in the walls of his yeshiva. So I want to say that this is the mantra of the yeshivas, Akru Adadi and Masnu Adadi. You all, we all have a unique chalik in Tyre. We all have our Sefer Bereshis, our Sefer Shemais, share with the next person. I say even in the last few weeks, share. I'm seeing more and more chavrusas come across the yeshiva. More people pulling a younger guy even for a week or two or three. Pulling somebody for a one-time experience and learn with somebody. Akru Adadi, the beauty that you've gotten. The beautiful Tyra that's come through you, share with the next guy. Akru Adadi. Asnu Adadi, share what you have with the next person. Each one has a chalik and Tyra, precious chalik and Tyra. Share it with the next person. Masnu Adadi, Akru Adadi. Share it with the next person. This is a rallying cry. Rebchia brought this to Klal Yisrael. To teach Tyra, he wouldn't save Tyra and Klal Yisrael. To teach that each person has a unique chalik and a possibility of sharing it with the next one. He saved Tyre and Klal Yisrael. So I say to us all, I feel like they're caged tigers. I'm excited. I'm excited for the world. We're releasing a lot of power into the world. I look at guys, sincere goodies. I was sitting by that, by that Q&A yesterday, looking at the crowd. I was staring at the one bacher, smiling. And the world's going to get released into the world. A lot of special, beautiful B'nai Tyre. Eretz Yisrael, Meir Richter is going to hit Eretz Yisrael. He's, he's, he's coming out. So, I say, Rabbi Saishir, the beauty you have, the beauty you are, Achrayis, a sense of responsibility. Share it, give it out to the next person. I'd like to close, of course, with singing together with a prayer. This is, a, this is in general, a base medrash is a place of prayer. B'makar mrina sham teitvila. The highest place of prayer in the world's of Beis Medrash. says in Gemara Brachas, This specifically is an awesome place of prayer. I'll tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story, a true story. I was Zaychad as a Yid in Eretz Yisrael, who's a Talmud of Reb Chatzko. He's an old Yid, he's not well. He physically, so I get a call, we have a Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael, and I get a call from this Yid, Erev Shabbos from his son, that my father apologizes. He can't come this year. He's too old and too sick. He can't make it. He wants you to know he'd love to be there. So, thank you. Very nice. Friday night, after the Suda, was sitting at an Oineg, and this Yid shuffles into the, to the gathering. 
I was rather surprised he sat there. was a quiet person, not pressing him. I got a call, he's not coming, and then he came. He shuffled in, not well, walked in. I was mechabrim to speak. He spoke a few words. He couldn't hear him. Let him across the table, you couldn't hear, let alone there were hundreds of people there. He spoke a few words. I like leaned in. I was next to him. I heard what he said. Fine. He said to me, after he spoke, you're probably wondering why I'm here. I told you I'm not coming. So he said, I'm here because he told me, Saras, that he's going on in his life. He said, I need a daven. I came to this room to pray. There's not a funny person, not a shticky person, not somebody. He walked a long distance and said, I came here to pray. So he said, you asked, why did I come to pray? So he quoted the Gemara Pehei in Bab Metziah. And he said that somebody who learns, somebody who learns Torah and teaches Torah, to somebody who it doesn't come easily, who struggles and fights for it, Kipetia. They become like the mouth of Hashem. They could be mevatel gzeris Hashem. They could be mevatel gzeris Hashem. Somebody learns and connects to Torah. Yoyser mitivam. And rises above their nature to learn. I always say with the yeshiva, we're zeichet to anhaganesis. I ask, my father is a very practical man, and I ask him shailas. I asked him a shaila about the yeshiva. He said the normal thing would be to do this. But your yeshiva is a nice yeshiva. It's not normal. Rely on nisim. And he told me to go with nisim. And there's anhaga nisis. I could tell anybody stories. We've seen nisim for years. Total miracles. Why we zaycha yeshiva for nisim? Because guys live nisim. They rise and grow. Anybody who's watched Ophir, his journey, Ophir lost <laughs> And if a person goes Me'al Hashem gives him Anhaga Me'al This Yid walked great distance Shuffled in and he said some prayer there Because he said here's a Makam Tefillah It's a place of Nisim I want to dive in He walked a long distance A sick man Because he wanted to pray there He felt it was a Makam Tefillah So there's a, I like to pray with the Chavra Davin. We're Zaychia, we have a Chassan, Effie's here, a Chassan we have amongst us. Be Mispalo for this Chassan, be Mispalo for we all have Tzrachim. We have needs in our family. Please understand, we're singing together, but much more specifically with that. I want to Davin, we should Davin, I, I won't be Zaychia to be a Mincha, we'll begin in a minute, but I want to pray with the Chavra. So I'm going to ask that Hashem, that everybody joins us in prayers. We're davening for Chayla Yisrael, for Shadokhan and Kol. The first thing is in this room for Siyata Deshmaya and Ruchni is for us, for our families, for Refuas, for us and our families. Yeshua's Parnasa for us and our families, Shadokhan for us and our families. We're davening for all the Tzrachim in this room. And of course, amongst all the people in Klai Yisrael who have Tzrachim for all of Klai Yisrael. It's a Makam Tefillah here. So let's be Mispal all together. Hashem Aleyach Yeah, 
who traveled, brothers who traveled long distances to come join today. Really, really appreciate it. It's a beautiful day of Limerat Torah, of Vanden. I want to wish us all a bracha. All of us should be zaychet to make a beautiful attachment to Torah and Mitzvahs. Continue on in that journey of connecting ever more to the Torah and Mitzvahs. We're going to dive in Mincha now, and then everybody's invited to the gym for volleyball. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myramakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.